Hi, I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Zach Luna. This year, Spider-Man finally joins the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Spider-Man Homecoming. But 15 years ago, the friendly neighborhood webhead hit the big screen for the first time ever. Introducing Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the Spider-Man movies one minute at a time. Starting with Sam Raimi's web-slinging debut, we discuss everything from genetically engineered super spiders to wall-crawling heroics. Join us as we navigate the great power and great responsibility behind every single minute of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Spider-Man Minute, available at DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zom Rom Com Shaun of the Dead, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. And I'm Scott Corelli. And today we're going to be taking a bite out of Minute 89, which uh, starts with Liz pulling out some cigarettes and ends with Sean opening up to Ed. Pretty, pretty heavy minute. But uh, and, and we're going to go back to a big conversation that we had the other day about new opportunities and always never giving up hope because you never know what's going to be revealed by the mm-hmm. light. So I just, I really love how this, you know, each bit sort of flows in again, like this is just, uh, just fucking phenomenal writing, but like, <laughs> you know, the, the idea that, you know, she pulls out these cigarettes and when <laughs> you know, when Sean is like offended, She's like, you left them in my flat. And he's like, they were in the bin. And she said she was desperate, um, <laughs> which I, you know, kind of goes to show you that, like, she wasn't having a good night either. Yeah. She didn't, like, dust her shoulders off and, like, yeah. go shit on Sean at the bar with die, you know? Right. She was having a bad time, too. Uh, and I, I really like that, you know, because there's two types of people, right? It's like when you are... Uh, depressed or um, maybe not even depressed isn't the right word, but like just sad, right? Mm-hmm. If something happens to you where you're, you're sad or in a breakup or whatever, there's two types of people. There's, there's the type of person who uh, is like, okay, I'm going to change everything that's wrong with me right now. It's like a, it's like a purge where you're just like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna change all of these things and then I'm, I'm gonna be a better person. Like that's, that's who I am. Um, if I have a breakup, that's that's what I do. I purge, uh, yeah. where I get rid of all the things that you know remind me of them, and I change my lifestyle like dramatically. Uh, and it's all so that you know within a couple of months, I'm living a completely different life than I was when I was with that person, so that my life doesn't remind me of them anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the other type of person who binge all of the terrible stuff when something like that happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it seems like Sean is more in my camp and Liz is more in that other camp. 
Uh, and I just find that really interesting because, yeah, I mean, it does it does seem like you're kind of the opposite of whoever you are when you're in the relationship, when something like that happens. Yeah, that release kind of like, oh, like now they're, no, they're not around. I'll do all of these other things mm-hmm. um, or or slip into these bad habits I used to have that I got rid of when I was mm-hmm. with them or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so I just I find that interesting. Yeah. Um, but then uh, this bit where he calls her a sneaky monkey, I just... <laughs> You sneaky monkey. I that's a that's a secret quote for me. I'll call Bethany a sneaky monkey all the time. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, it feels it just feels it feels natural in these mm-hmm. it can, kind of goes back to what we were talking about yesterday, where they really do feel like a couple in these final moments. Yeah. And it's sweet. It's kind of sweet as opposed to what it says in the script, which is he calls her a sneaky cow. <laughs> which is not sweet and i assume it was sort of like a like a playful you know negging or whatever um mm-hmm. kind of thing where, you, where you're like giving giving her shit but like it probably just doesn't it just it, it, in this moment it's like just not appropriate yeah like, and sneaky monkey not, is not only is it playful but it's also on brand playful yeah like it yeah. feels like something sean would say it feels, yeah. it feels like something any character in this movie would say is is uh does is anyone called referred to or called a monkey in the world's end? Oh boy, not off the top of my head. Yeah, probably. It's, it, it's interesting that 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 happens in Shaun of the Dead and in Hot Fuzz because um, <laughs> you have the. Do you mean me or that? Um, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> yeah. Ah, so, so close. I know. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious if, if anyone has watched The World's End um, very recently and remembers that uh, somebody calls somebody else a monkey at some point, um, let us know. I would like to know if that's, a, if that's something we can add to the list of, uh, of trilogy uh, tropes. Trilogy um, tropes. Cornetto trilogy tropes. Uh, yeah, so then um, I love, you know, they, they put the, oh, man, I love that little pimp wink. That Sean gives. Oh, it's so it's, just it's like classic. I won't. I won't tell anybody. It's great because I suddenly see what she sees in him. He has the ability to be a little sexy. This guy, just he's a got, little, little bit, you know. He's got, he's got charm about him. Yeah, he definitely does, and and so he has that little wink, and it's you know, I, there's definitely a part of it that bittersweet because you know he's like, yeah, we're gonna die. Like, who am I gonna tell? You know, but <laughs> but, but yeah, that he that that they, he's still keeping that. They're, he can't let it go, or they're still yeah. they can't help but be each other around each other, even at the end mm-hmm. of the world. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he's he puts the cigarette in his mouth and then uh, lights the the lighter, and Liz sees something and then he looks and we realize that they're sitting on on a barrel lift yeah i feel like edgar Wright almost wanted the audience to lose hope too in a way not in yep. a depressing way but like oh okay this is how it's gonna end all right well wow <laughs> yeah like, yeah it's, and it's really he, gonna end like this holy psych, shit no it's not <laughs> yeah it's, yeah it's yeah, yeah it's really interesting too because you know where this movie has like an extended all hope is lost moment that begins with the realization that Barbara was bit and doesn't end until right now when they, when they see the, the, the lift control. Yeah. Yeah. They really let it sink in on you. 
Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, you could argue that would mean that the third act of this movie is like the last five minutes and that's it. You know? <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I find really interesting. The, the Dark Knight of uh, the Soul. Yeah, yeah, very much so. But I love, I love too that the fact that there is a service lift, a service elevator in this cellar of the Winchester. Like at first, I, I feel like, you know, you might be like, why would there be an elevator down there? But then you realize like, oh yeah, because they're not going to drag like kegs and shit up those oh, stairs. Course. Yeah, definitely. You'd break your back and probably the stairs. So yeah, you would need a service lift. Imagine John right. doing that. Right, exactly. And and you would want a service lift for deliveries because you just you just put the 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 lift up there, you know, the 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 beer distributors, they they, you know, they drop the kegs onto the service lift and then you bring them downstairs. Um mm-hmm. makes perfect sense. And uh I love that. I love that they found a natural way to give the men out, you know? It's really Yeah, good. no, it 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 feel it it feels so earned. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel cheap. It doesn't feel like they're washing away the problem and say, oh, yeah, there would be a service elevator in there. And right. I love how quickly once like, you know, once a spark of hope is back, Sean and, and Liz are just like back to work, you know. Right. Like, oh, OK, well, never mind. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, is like they didn't want to do that. Yes. Like they just yeah, didn't yeah. want it. Like, I almost think they were at the point now where they were accepting that they were just going to get eaten by these zombies. And, right, and I yeah, almost wonder yeah. if that's what the cigarette was for. And I, I also like there's something really interesting about the fact that they feel like they're they're lining up for death. And Sean is smoking a cigarette and has like a bandana like that's almost like a blindfold, you know, mm-hmm. Sort of reminds me like when you when you see like prisoners being executed against mm-hmm. a wall, you know, in like cartoons and stuff. You're like, Definitely. yeah, put a blind put a blindfold on and here's a cigarette and like an old Looney Tunes cartoons. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it uh, up against yeah, like execution style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I I like I like the way he sort of looks like that. He kind of. He really looks like a he looks like a revolutionary almost, Sean, in this in this scene. Um <laughs> yeah. with the with the with the tie headband and the cigarette and, yeah, and like a failed you know, revolution. Yeah, and he's got like the blood all the, the the injuries and the blood and yeah. That's what it reminds me of. It's good. Um uh yeah, so then he instantly right back into action because He's like, oh, that, no, this is this is what I live for. I live for hope. This is great. This is my, um, yeah, this is my dream. Yeah. And he goes over to Ed, who Ed is, I mean, it really just looks like he's interrupting Ed dying. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, dude, come on. Like, I'm just, I'm trying to die here. Like, just. <laughs> he got eat up. He got bit, dude. Dude, he is, he, I mean, he's just got, he's gushing blood from his neck, you know? It's bad. Yeah. Nick Frost is so great at just communicating tiredness without still still not he's still not broken. They didn't beat him. But he's mm-hmm. just like, nah man, I'm out. Yeah. And he just says like uh and I and I love the way that he puts it, where he's like, I might just stay here. <laughs> yeah, I think I might stay here. Yeah, it's it, it, yeah. it's I don't it, I don't know if that's gallows humor, but it's just like keeping that reserve still. Yeah. Well, it's sort of um, it's like it's like the response you would give to someone who was like, hey, like we're all we're all going out. And you're just like, I think I might just stay here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to stay in. 
Yeah, I don't want to go it's, out. It's great. You know, it's not a bad way to look at death. You know, I was reading this article today about how we're kind of we're in this really interesting period right now in the culture where we we we're, we're, we want to control our 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 death in a way, or like what happens after. Like, I want this to happen to my body. Like, or like, oh, everyone, I'm dying. Time to you know. But there is something to be said about just like I'm good. Yeah, any old way will do, John. <laughs> Any old way will do. (laughs) Do you agree with Ed, though, in this moment? Like, would you keep going or would you be like, I'm all right, man. I'm just going to hang out here. Uh, No, if I if I was in Ed's shoes, I would just hang out. I just I just hang out and 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 sort of embrace death, I think. Yeah, um, it, because it is a, because there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Like, there's just nothing like we we you've seen what happens uh, twice already. Mm-hmm. Um, three times if you count Pete. So you know what's coming. And and yeah, I think I would just accept it. I really do. Man, yeah. He, it it is it truly is a miracle that he hasn't turned yet. Well, he hasn't died yet. Oh, it has so, happened at death. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They have to die first. It, it, it's um, not like a fever thing where the biting makes you die. No, 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 no. That's just... Um, I don't think I've ever really think, truly processed that. I think that's just... Uh, that is just like the walking dead and, and, uh, the dawn of the dead. I don't even remember if necessarily if that's, if the Romero movies are like that, or if, um, it's just the Snyder remake. Cause I remember that's definitely a thing in the Snyder remake. Definitely. Uh, yeah. That's probably what I'm, I'm pulling from the most right now in my brain. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. I, I, I think I would just, I think I would just accept it and just let it happen. Um, I might even drink a little, to be honest. Oh hell yeah! Pull pull up. Pull I'd be out, like, yeah, I'd be like, grab me, grab me a bottle of whiskey and <laughs> Let's do about your way. Uh, yeah, I it's uh, yeah because he he gives him the rifle and I'd just be like, yeah, great. Can you get me? Can you get me a bottle oh, of whiskey? Oh great, too? two bullets. Just awesome. Give, give me give me some top shelf stuff and uh, and and you know, good yeah. luck, good luck out there. Yeah, something from before I was born. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but I do I do like that, you know, he tries to be polite about it and then I just like, "Ah, oh, come on. Like, you know, what are you talking about? Like, we got a way out. We got to go." And he just shakes his head just like, "No." It's You know, it's definitely the oldest he's ever seen seemed. Yeah, I mean, this is this is straight up like Yoda in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> mhm. What's going on here? In 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 death, he a, a piece has come about him that wasn't there before. Mhm. But uh, yeah, and then he he apologizes for uh, yeah, Sean. Yeah, so he, he starts to break a little bit, and it's it, it 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 it's it's endearing that it's those that little moment, those little moments that linger on him, you know, like mm-hmm. that that they're stuck in his crawl. Yeah, it's really good. It's a very, it's as powerful a scene as the as the 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 two hander with with Sean and Liz, um, and it's these two guys, and you know what. This is the only movie where one of them dies in the yeah, trilogy. Very true. Yeah. Um, well, dies. It's the first one. It's the first one. He, I mean, he definitely dies. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like in the think... ground, uh, but in the ground out of the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess it depends on how you look at the scene next week. Well, there's movie um, dead and then there's dad dead. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so I, you know, I don't really know what else, uh, what else to say about this. Cause it's, no, I, I, I kind of like that these are shorter. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's really just no waste. It's really words. just, 
Yeah, it's really just these two friends. I I don't know. I like if, if this was a situation where this was you and me, I don't know if I'd be able to leave you. Really? Oh, yeah. Scott. I don't I mean, I don't think so. I don't think I'd be able to. I think I'd I think I'd fight you. Well, uh, if you well, if you if if it was a if, if it was just you and me, yeah, but I think I think what really cements it with Ed is like, dude, like it's not just about me anymore. You you got Right. I seen because it's oh man, you know, it's so funny. It feels it feels like such a cheap not cheap, but it just jokey reasons why Ed is there. Mm-hmm. But then it's also Ed for the first time maybe gets to see like, oh wow, these two kids really love each other. Yeah. This might be more important than me. Well, you know what I think it is? I think like even knowing that you are definitely going to die because mm-hmm. of these bites and stuff. I think I would I think I'd want to take you out so that you could at least die in peace and not get eaten. Right. It's a it's such a shitty way to die. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's I mean that I think that's just the only thing. So I'd probably just like ask you know, Liz uh yeah. to to like <laughs> you know help me Liz. at like and get get you on the elevator and then get you up up there and then like find a place maybe to drop you off or or something. Yeah, d- die um, looking at the moon. Yeah, right. And and die peacefully instead of horribly. Yeah. I um, wonder why it is that Ed seems so okay with such a violent death is it just i mean in- he's a violent man we, that's we've true. discovered he, over the course he, of this he, this movie he, he could have been a he could have been like a, a a pillager or a viking in another life yeah yeah absolutely oh man just cloud uh, atlas with ed <laughs> my god through, through time and space oh that'd be that's that'd be something i could watch like a simon Pegg, nick frost like black adder series where it's just this friendship in different periods of history. Mm-hmm. That would actually be a fun, you know, they've talked about making a future, future movies together. The three of them, mm-hmm. uh, that'd be a fun way to like differentiate the Cornetto trilogy from other stuff is making them like historical. Yeah. You know, cause I, I don't think I've ever thought about it before, but they're all, they're all modern stories. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be uh that'd be interesting. Anyway, um. All right. Well. Well, uh, guys. Uh, the the movies by minute community is strong. The state of our union is strong, and uh, <laughs> there's all kinds of podcasts to listen to. We have a an adage that says, you know, if you have a favorite movie, there's probably a, a minute by podcast. I'm just seeing right now. Yes, indeed, there has been. God damn it, more podcasts since <laughs> the last time I I plugged the website. Uh, minute Impossible, uh, which I can only assume is a uh, a movies by minute interpretation of the mission impossible film franchise uh, i'm, Scott, I'm uh, i will be a future guest on that show yeah oh my god and you're doing the so so they're starting with the palma and then just going forward yep it's not a bad one right i, I don't think I, a bad one. well i i mission impossible 2 is uh real real not good um but you have mm, a you you have you have a you have a soft part for campy action movies and i do not so yeah yeah two and a half hour john woo Uh, doves doves indoors i can't i can't do it Uh, (laughs) why why uh, why Uh, why why are there doves when that door is opening it's they're coming from indoors that doesn't mm -hmm. make any sense anyway and uh, you can find all that at movies by minutes with an s at the end dot com and in the meantime uh let's have a nice cool fine way for all this blow over (laughs)